This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This O Steve comes to us from our field reporter, Frank Williams. Uh, oh, that wasn't it. It's this one. <laughs> okay, I, I, I remember what he said. Uh, Frank said, Andy, you probably will like this since you uh, went to Paris. Uh, so this is a homage to Pulp Fiction. Andy, do you know what they call a, McDon- a McDonald's quarter pounder? In Paris, a Royale with cheese. A Royale, oh Steve. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, right? I love that you used to sit around thinking of these. these right, yeah, 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 yeah. A dude wrote one that I'll read next week, and it. Frank gets it. He gets it. Like, like this, the one that the dude wrote from a guy by the name of Alan Green, he kind of did a Sopranos thing. But at the end, it doesn't, it doesn't, there's no connection. It's just a, it just puts old Steve in. You, you got to drop it where it's, yeah, Frank, you get it. Drop it like it's hard. Drop it like it's hard. All right. Ponchos. Oh, shit. All right. Clockers. Uh, what up, brothers? Uh, Air, what up, brother Aries? This is Poncho Z again. And a movie that you guys should review on the podcast is a very underrated Clockers. It was a Spike Lee joint that came out in 1995 that stars Harvey Keitel and Smith. You think I'm dumb? <laughs> I seen Clockers. Yeah, Mackay Pfeiffer. I never saw this. John Turturro and Keith David. This is a Scorsese-like crime drama that takes place in Brooklyn about the life of these hood drug dealers. And there is actually a black cop played by Keith David. He has one of the most recognizable voices in film uh, who is helping the community. It's a great watch. And also, Aries, not to bring back old stuff, but when you said Lizzo was basically unattractive, you were breaking down one of the two stereotypes that white America has always had on what a black woman is supposed to look like. 
the two stereotypes are that they are either supposed to be overly sexualized and ghetto, or they are supposed to be obese, uh, gone with the wind, mammy lookalike in order to be accepted by the mass media. And you rejected that idea of what the media says a black woman should be. So thanks, because you actually stood up for black women and fought back against those negative stereotypes. And think about all the famous singers and actresses. Uh, they always fall into these two stereotypes. Things got to change. Uh, I've never seen Clockers. Uh, I will put that on yes, my to-do to -do list. Um, and, you know, I yeah, you're right. Uh, like in that movie, Anger Management with uh, Adam Sandler and Jack Nicholson, they always play into the scary black person persona. Uh, I think it was the scene on a plane where there's some tomfoolery going on. And of course, in comes the big, black, strong, bald-headed nigga, six feet tall, that, you know, don't even say nothing, but looks threatening to put the fear into little white Adam Sandler to act right. Uh, and of course, a loud, fat, black bitch has always either been entertaining. They, they usually use that for entertainment because, you know, them fat, black women be loud, baby. Sugar, honey, you know, money in my titties. You know, that's the stereotype. They like that. Uh, they feel safe with that. They feel safe with that big, fat, black bitch and the big, fat, black titties. There's money in them titties, crackers in them titties, food in them titties. That's why them babies love, they munch on them titties. Just, just, just shit in them titties. All kinds of kitty treats being big, flat, big, fat, black women's titties. They put that white baby's head on them goddamn titties and that baby gnaws on that white breast on that black breast blum, 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 and gets fed crackers and all kinds of milk. They love big black titties. But 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 why why did we okay, I have to ask this question and I'm gonna be mm -hmm. wrong for what I'm asking, but I'm gonna ask it anyway. Why is that a white America thing when uh what what big mom what's big mama's no what's uh what, what give me clues. What's Tyler Perry's... Uh, Medea. Medea. Medea's a big black woman. Yes. That wasn't made up for white people, was it? No. So, but, but why is this... this when, it, when it's perceived as negative to, to, uh, to, the, to black people, it's a white idea to make white America comfortable. But that... that is is rooted in the black that's rooted in the black culture that idea of the the big black woman that is the 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 the, the person that takes care of the neighborhood the the one that makes no, that's that's not just white mm, fair point fair point um but it feels like that's that's the stereotype they're comfortable with i i understand that because but, it has a, it has a, it has a place but when the stereotype is given out to buy blacks, well, then that's the key. Then we can do it. But then that is that makes white America feel like, oh, that's that's okay then. The, for them to do it. For them to be okay with that, because that's what they're presented with. That this must be okay. Well, well first of all, white folks ain't never needed permission to do shit. So they're gonna do it whether it's okay or not. <sighs> yes, but there is a there's a, this moment in time where white folks are trying to figure it out. Not all white folks. I wish I could do a Medea impression because in Medea's voice, she would answer that. You know, I can't do that, bitch. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but she would tell you in her voice, 
yeah, we do. It, it's us. It's ours. So sit down, have a seat, keep your mouth shut, and don't worry about it. Mind your business. You know. Yeah. Okay, but but again, why is it ours when it is yours? Listen, man, don't challenge me. On this. <laughs> don't challenge me on this shit. Because you're right, but I can't. For the black delegation, I cannot allow to say you're right on this. Okay. I'm supposed to shut you down and tell you, hunky, mind your motherfucking business. I'm going to be over here minding my own business. Okay, this is our shit. Okay. We've earned the right, goddammit. Maybe that's it. You've earned the right. Uh, I'm sorry. I had to have a meeting privately <laughs> with my cohort. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Uh, Coca-Cola by Devon Johnson. Uh, a dad and a son are watching a football game while drinking cola. Let's see how many times we can say cola is cooler. The son says, dad, can I have a cola? The dad, oh, this nigga. I, it always takes me a second before I recognize who this is. And once I do, it's too fucking late. <laughs> I've gone down this nigga's rabbit hole. Do you know who this is? No. It's the dude that always writes these weird emails. Oh, okay. Like I'm <laughs> eating a bag of chips and you... Ugh. The son says, Dad, can I have a cola? The dad says, yes, yeah, son. The colas are in the cooler. The son grabs a cola and says, thanks, Dad. These colas are a lot cooler and colder. The dad and son drink the colas. The son says to his dad, Dad, I'm a lot cooler than you with my cola. LOL. The logo for Coca-Cola shows up, and you hear the new slogan, be cooler with a cola. All right. He's a wannabe comedian. And he's trying material constantly with us. That's a joke? That's supposed to be funny? I, I guess it's like his idea for a commercial. For a Coca-Cola commercial. I think it would be a good Coca-Cola commercial. You think so? Like if, if it was done. it was just, just like that. No, but I understand the idea of it. Yes. Saying, yeah. How many times you say cola? Yeah. <laughs> was that the sound of something being cooler? For the cola. Gotcha. That's the commercial. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, let's see. Justin Haynes. The new Black Panther. Uh, okay, so I like what you said about the new Black Panther and the ideologies behind it. And what I'm noticing about the new school Avengers is a lot of them are younger, yo, which is interesting but scary because of the inexperience. Now, as far as the new Black Panther goes, Damson Idris, I think he'd be a great fit. And also, uh, with all his Quantum Realm stuff going on, I think what they're ultimately going to end up doing is the same thing they did in Endgame before Tony perfected time travel. I think they're going to push through, push time through uh, time. I think they're going to push time through little Y halls to make him of age. And I'm eager to see how this. Lang the Conqueror thing turns out. Sorry for the long email. I'm going to go back into hibernation. Um, That's an interesting thought, though. I think Damdris is too skinny. He don't seem that much bigger in weight than uh, Suri. Uh, I liked, and I didn't like it when he did it, but I liked in Avengers, what was it, Civil War, when we first got introduced to Black Panther. The suit was bulkier. And when they made the Black Panther movie, 
it, they, they, it, they almost toned it down to like skin tight. And I, I like the bulky suit, man. I wish they didn't change that. Um, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see dams and interest. No, but I like what they're saying about the, the, the setup, how they, mm-hmm. how they use the, the tra- time travel to get to where right. the next one takes well, place. Well, then that, that means they would have to put uh, Dr. Strange in for a cameo because he's the guy that can do, time. Can do that. Um, well, or Ant-Man because he's the one who. Right, right. He, I heard Ant-Man gets killed in this next movie. Really? Yeah, I heard he dies. Yeah. Someone step on him? Yeah. I, I like Ant-Man. I know that it's it, it's just, it it's whimsical to the rest of the right. series. So it's just kind of a fun, but they were able to tie it in to make the rest of the movies work. So I thought it was kind of cool. Paul Rudd seems nothing but likable. He His he, personality. He seems like the next, um, of course, I'm going to forget his name. Who's the most likable person in the movies? Uh, white dude. Uh, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. He seems like the next, the, like the, the Tom yeah, Hanks behind I can see him. that. I can see that. And he can do comedy. He can do drama. You know, yeah, yeah. So, um, who's Ran Foots? Uh, Ran Foots. What's up, brothers? I know I've been missing in action, uh, but I have come out of the cabin to talk some shit. Ran Foots here, my niggas. First and foremost, I want to tell you niggas, keep pushing. Your platform has grown substantially, and keep up the good work. In regards to the latest podcast that I am currently listening to, I agree with Andy. Give me a Batman television series. It would indeed flesh out the universe a bit more. The movies are good, but they try to cram all the source material in two and a half hours, and it doesn't do it justice. Marvel is a much better position. They have movies and TV shows, even if some of the TV is questionable. They flesh it out more, and they combine the two mediums. DC tried too fast. Uh, tried to fast forward through the process. Marvel has built uh, this since 2008. It's 2022 now. There's no way that DC will ever attain the levels of success that Marvel slash Disney have obtained. Uh, Look at all the damn good Marvel TV shows. Daredevil, Luke Cage, The Punisher, etc. I agree with Andy, and you can uh, achieve much more by introducing the major characters to TV. Sorry for being long-winded, but I felt compelled to write this back into the cabin. I go. Niggas. Ah, you know, I think Mar- DC is on a fast pace to catching up, though. I'm, I'm, I'm really curious to see the second wave of the Avengers. I, I got a feeling they're gonna be as strong as the first. Um, DC still has to prove itself uh, with the new uh, Superman movie. I still think they're gonna give Ben Affleck a solo movie. Uh, we still have to see the Flash movie. Wonder Woman needs to make up for Wonder Woman 2 because that 84 shit was garbage. Uh, I'm still not a fan of the gay nightclub in the sea, Aquaman. Uh, and then when it all comes together, I also think that Cyborg should have his own movie. We got to have a Justice League 2. I want to see Justice League 2, Zack Snyder, with Shazam, with Green Lantern, the whole gang with Martian Manhunter. That is when... You know what I mean? I know what you're saying, but you gotta you gotta look at what we're trying to say about <coughs> having a series. Listen, the most success one of the most successful series is Star Wars. And what they did, and I and I still can't believe that they they've done this in into the degree that they were able to take this. They have used the movies, mm-hmm. they use cartoons. They use a cartoon series that in that talks about the whole Clone Wars. 
And that's a major part of it. And then they do, and then they've done the series, the TV series. And Star Wars owns this, this, this idea of, of all these mediums put together to make this universe. And people aren't even pointing at that. They, they did this in a way where they're capturing everybody. And, and if you want to know about the Clone Wars so that you can understand some more of Star Wars, you got to go watch this cartoon. It's, you have to watch the cartoon to know about the movie to know, to understand the Clone Wars. Yeah, it's in the cartoon, oh. but it has everybody captured. Everybody. So they're gonna force niggas to be eight years old. Dude, cartoons are good if they're good. Oh, I, I, I'm just saying there's significant parts that are missing. When you when you watch uh, when when you watch uh, uh, some of the uh, uh, the Marvel movies, had they been released only in the theater. But all those little TV show spinoffs to the Marvels were important to the to the, the movie releases. There, there is to get that synergy between all of them makes it so much stronger because you got information. Plus, you can't put out a movie. A movie takes longer to do a two and a half hour movie. You can get these other these series turned out a little bit differently, and and, and everything's condensed. I mean, it's you don't do it's not as elaborate, but people watch it, and the it, it's worthwhile. I really think. That if you could get that serious, you could connect so much more. I don't know. I, you know, it just feels like anything, explosion, action, loud noise, is supposed to be seen in a, on a major platform, a screen. But that, you you feel that way. But after COVID, it kind of changed. People went yeah. out and got a good screen. They got good sound systems. They're watching movies. They're streaming. It isn't the same. Even you go... I won't see this, but I'll wait till it comes out because you'll see it. I, I mean, a good action movie you want to see on the screen. I, I'm not. I won't deny that you want to see it, but some of the screens aren't that much bigger than your home TV anymore. I just want to get jacked off at a theater. <laughs> Call Pee Wee Herman. Uh, uh, that was. <laughs> I, I can't do it. I used to do it. <laughs> I can't do it either. Uh, and you know, listen, I've tried. I tried to watch Hawkeye on the series on Disney. Good series. Man, I lo- after the third, I was done. Episode, I was done. I tried to do the Captain America Winter Soldier. I told you the dude, Kurt Russell's son, took me out of it. Yeah, but that was needed. There was some understanding in the upcoming. It, 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 I'm it, not it. curious about She-Hulk. No, I can't watch that one. I tried to watch it. I did. I watched the first two episodes, and I was like, it's just too campy. The WandaVision. WandaVision. I, I know WandaVision is is its its own idea because if you watch it, it gives you clues to things that are happening. And it is so well done, you don't even realize it because of the way they made it. it there, there is a lot of genius behind WandaVision. How many seasons is that done? One. That's it? That's all they needed was one season. And that over? Yeah. Oh, wow. I don't know. There, I don't know if there's ever a reason to bring it back because it, it, it gets to what it needs to do. But WandaVision explains a lot and you get that. I, and it was easy to do, and it was so. They did a really good job with it. I don't care. I, it. Some people might not like it because it was a little campy, but the way they handled it was way different. And see, then it also also feels to me like it's it's a it's letting the the B heroes know they're B heroes. You would never put a series on TV with Robert Downey Jr. or Chris Evans or Chris Hemsworth, the major superheroes. Tom Holland. You're not you're not putting a series. On TV with Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, and Spider Man. If it if it gets the point across that you need, nah, they they they're not fucking around like that. And see what DC does. Yeah. DC does do it. Like they have the Flash series. They have some bat the Batman uh, or the Superman. 
but they do them all in these little versions. They need to be HBO type where they're gritty and they're down, they're dirty. They just have a little bit more where the, the character can be the character, not made for television, made for little kids. These, these things that they're doing are made for adults. Mm. That's what that's what we need to get to on, on H HBO does a great job with it. Sopranos is the example of what you can do with anything. Mm. If you give them the if you give them the opportunity to make something great, they will. <laughs> I, I think DC oh, Prime. Speaking of which, <clears throat> that's how fucked up this business is, guys. I'm trying to tell you when people think that we be lying. So HBO Max took Mad TV off because they didn't want to pay us. They took us off because they didn't because, you know, I was leading the charge. I'm like, you guys are showing the entire 14 seasons and we ain't receiving no fucking residuals. So, and I forget where we were. I think we were in Syracuse and I bumped into a woman who used to live in LA who used to run, be one of the top tier people at SAG-AFTRA. So I told her and she was like, call me. I will get on the phone with X and Y and Z and make sure you guys get paid. And they said, rather than pay you, motherfuckers, we will take it off the air. That's insane. And HBO owns it? Yeah. Well, well uh, David Salzman owns it. But, you know, licensing and... Yeah. Yeah, you can, you know, you can sell some of it or sell whatever you... The rights or whatever. But then you have to pay. Yeah, you got to pay people, man. And they don't want to pay. Yeah. Someone else will pick it up then? If they want to. Did it get released as a DVD? Uh, some episodes, yeah. Did you get paid for the DVDs? I don't think so. I'm telling you, this is some cricket shit, man. People don't want to pay you. And it's crazy. These are people with money. Yeah, but that's how they got it. HBO's got money. It's HBO. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. I, I don't know if I ever said it. Uh, when John Stewart, I think I might have said this. When John Stewart was on the Mark Twain thing with Dave Chappelle. He said, he made some joke where he goes, something, something, something. And then we found out Dave, well, Dave got 50 million for the Chappelle show. And we were all blown away because we were like, Comedy Central's got $50 mm -hmm. million? Like, we can't even get snacks on the Daily Show. So I, I know he was joking, but he's serious. Yeah. That's crazy. You know, before we go on though, and we're talking about the industry, uh, I feel bad because this is our second episode that we've been recording today. We're together, and we never mentioned Bud Freeman passing away. Oh, right. And I, I think we we, we all— in The this founder of the improv. Yeah, we all in this industry owe Bud <clears throat> a little bit. Did Evening at the Improv on HBO. Yeah. And uh, really, I, I still say, you know, I love—I I got to meet him once. I uh, thought he was very kind, and he was to me that day. Um I think he's done a lot for comedy. I think it was a little, obviously, if you know the story, it's a little accidental. It wasn't supposed to be a comedy room. It was a coffee house that had uh, all kinds of acts, musical acts, comedy, whatever you'd sketch, whatever you did could go up on that stage. And then it slowly became an improv because that's what worked. Yeah. And so, uh, but he realized that and he went with it. And uh, there's a lot of other people that combined to make the improvs what it was. But, you know, he was, he was <coughs> the guy. That was even before uh, Mitzi Shore. Uh, with her, with the uh, comedy store. So, you know, he gets a little bit of, uh, he he's in the uh, Comedy Hall of Fame. Now that you bring up the improvs, dude, I got to jump on my agent because I want to get back to that Milwaukee club. Yeah, that Milwaukee club. That Milwaukee nice. Walkie club was nice, man. God, that was nice. There's a club also in, uh, it's not Milwaukee. What's the other city? 
It's in. in uh, Give me clues. Uh, I don't know. I, I oh. don't even have a clue. It's another. It's another bigger city. It's a college town. You know, I, <laughs> Steve, we're gonna have to try to figure this out because every time I say to Ed, "Give me clues," I need real quick for that game show shit to come in. Like some game show music. But usually he gives it, me... It, it should be the thought the thought music that happens on Jeopardy. Boom, 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 boom. Right, right. But you're good at... Once I say give me clues, I try to give you, you give clues. me one quick clue and I got it. Yeah. So it wouldn't last long, but yeah, that would be great because that's a lot. Uh, but there's there, there's other clubs out there that are really good. That, that, that uh, state, for whatever reason, just has mm-hmm. fucking... The people there are cold and they want to come out and laugh. There's, right. Um, I wonder if it would be different in the summer. I don't know. I, I, I just, I, that, that Milwaukee club though, I really did like it. That, what, that, what was it? What kind of club was Zimbra. that? Did in, in uh, Kentucky. Oh, Kentucky. That was, uh, I believe that's uh, a helium. That is really? a helium. Yeah. Was it a helium? Yeah. Okay. It's one of their newer clubs. Right. I want to get back there too. Yeah. All, all that. I, there's, there's some, People are doing nice work out there for these yeah. clubs. But a uh, big shout out to, uh, I get, can I do a big shout out to Bud? Because he's, yeah. yeah. Big shout out to everything he did. You Monica wearing motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace, brother. You, uh, you, 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 you had a vision and then you changed it when you saw what your vision could be. Yes. And uh, we appreciate it. Told me to cut you off, man, but we have to take a break. It's nothing personal. It's just business. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Um. Panther and the Fast and Furious. Uh, hey, A&A and George Podcast. I enjoy listening, laughing, and learning. I know you might not know the answer to this question, but I do want your perspective on it. How come when Chadwick Boseman died, people was talking about the status of the Black Panther? When Paul Walker died, no one talked about having a new actor as Brian O'Connor for the Fast and Furious. Paul Walker died during the production of Furious 7, Please correct me if I'm wrong, but the character was in or mentioned in eight or nine. I just want to hear your take on it. Keep up the laughs and the great work. Um, Well, for two reasons. Number one, uh, I don't know that the Fast and Furious franchise is a cult like the MCU. Uh, That that's a that's a fraternity. That that's major with people. You see it at the comic cons. People dress like the characters. That thing, and I and I know I know people might get mad at me using the word cult, but I'm saying they take that shit. That I, for a long time, I didn't even know I didn't even know what MCU stood for. You know, I, I mean, that's why I say I'm into this, but I'm not into it. Was it a, a, a Marvel comic universe? universe? Yeah. So there's the DCU, there's the MCU. That's how serious this is. Uh, I don't know that the fr- Fast and Franchise uh, is that big a deal to people. And then number two, uh, FFU, Fast Furious University. You just made that up. Universe, right? yeah, yeah. Um, I like saying FFU. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought it was for fuck fat unicorns. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chadwick Boseman. Uh, that's us, man. That's us. Uh, Black Panther, the movie. 
that's why we showed out when it first came out, showing up to the theaters and daishikis and African garb. Uh, it was a big deal. Uh, that was our university, Black people's. Uh, and Chadwick, uh, you know, incredible actor, Black man, you know, we don't get many of those either. So he's our celebration. So that's why it's a big deal. Um, it's also that uh, it, I want to say this the right way. In legacy of movies, Fast and Furious is one of many movie franchises that have that are available to uh, the bulk of the audience of America. There's only so many franchises that are black. That's what I'm saying. Vibrant, yeah, I know, yeah. vibrant community. And this was the one and the biggest one. Mm-hmm. And everybody was, will it work? Won't it work? The the questioning the, the and then just and then be, it did work and it was huge and then the person that carries it and passes away so that that's why nothing against Paul Walker but we've had movies that are these white people have had many attempts and 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 and, and victories within these movies uh, and Paul Walker also not to not that anybody's death too soon should be is minimized but it was a car accident uh something that was a tragic accident he wasn't he wasn't driving so i think his friend was driving and it was horrible but and he has a kid and all that is still horrible uh but it happened whatever the tragedy is it's reckless tragic with bozeman was just living a life and it was cut short uh by an illness an illness and and and, and not Cut short is cut short, so I'm not minimizing one to the other. But the, the tragedy in that was there was nothing that could have been done, prevented it, it, the way that it happened. Um, an accident is different where you can – it recovers differently. Dude, I, 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 I was watching something on TV about a week ago and I where they said something that I didn't know. I, I know that Chadwick was visiting kids in hospitals with cancer. He told this story. He told this story of two particular boys who were dying of cancer. uh, And he made arrangements for them to attend the premiere and see the movie when the first Black Panther came out. I just just got so mad. Give me a break, man. The the, the horrible irony of that. he's, He's taking care of kids with cancer who, who are on their deathbed, facing their last days, granting them their wishes, and how does he die? That just... Well, uh, life stinks. Not to uh, not to double down on this, and, and, and to also say this, because it's important to say, Paul Walker, from everything I heard, was a really good guy. Right. A really good guy. And uh, Chaswick Bozeman, very good guy. Why, why, why can't we get some of the bad guys? Why can't... There's plenty of people out George there. George Zimmerman is still walking. Uh, it's just, uh, this makes no fucking sense. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to put a name on anybody. That I'm just saying. There's a lot of people that we could go. Oh, that's that's a shame, and walk away and have the rest of our day. There's some people you could name, and we won't say that's a shame. Yeah. So, yeah, I, it, it, it's frustrating. Uh, Corey Vaughn. What up, Aries and Andy? I sent you a link on the black cemeteries in Florida. This really makes my head hurt. 
and ashamed to be white. Anyways, much love to you and Andy. Let me know what you think. They sent us a link. I guess it's something that 60 Minutes covered. Uncovering black cemeteries paved over in Florida. Damn. They didn't move the bodies. They just paved, paved right over them. on top of them. Built the house over that motherfucker. Shit. Could you imagine? Like, that That was the... Mama, that why, was... Mama, why does it always smell like chicken and chitlin juice in the house? That is the ghost of Jamil. But isn't that the premise of... of it's not the same because it was it was supposed to be a Native American tr- tr- same situation that mm-hmm. those houses were built in poltergeist. Mm. Remember with the little dwarf lady that's the the spiritual connection and and the daughter is sucked into the TV. Yeah. You never seen poltergeist? No, dude, you need to see poltergeist. I know that's one of them cinematic classics. That I've never seen, dude. You, I, I don't know if it holds up. I, I'm gonna go watch it, and if it holds up, you gotta is watch that, it. That's not there here, is it? There here, no. That isn't there here, isn't that uh, ET or something like that? No, uh, no. Uh, oh, that's close encounter. Yeah, it's it's the okay. kind, yeah, No, uh, this is the one where the little, uh, the little girl gets sucked into the TV, mm-hmm. and she's in another dimension with uh, these. Uh, the, they built this whole uh, new home track over uh, Native American. Uh, burial ground, but no mm. one knew that. No, the people who were buying the house didn't know that. Right, and so uh, yeah, you got to see that. I can't believe you haven't nah, seen that. Just, that I, shit I, scared the shit out of me, dude. I was talking to somebody recently, and they wanted to slap the shit out of me. I've never seen uh, what's the movie? Uh, yeah. Usual Suspects. I don't know how you couldn't see that movie. I've never seen that. Movie. That is one of the best movies. Honestly, it's one of the best movies, and. and uh, Everybody in there, their part is great. Every, even, every, no matter how many lines they have, everyone contributes to that movie to make it great. Right. Uh, I can't believe you haven't seen that. And, yeah. and your boy's in that too. Who? Um, the comedian. Oh, Kevin Spacey. Speaking, no, no, it's not Spacey. Uh, Kevin. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Uh, the, does the impressions. Yeah. Kevin Pollack. Okay. Kevin Pollack's great. Yeah. He's one of the what first. What the fuck happened to him? Like he was like the dude for a minute in the movies. Few good men, usual suspects, and then boom, it stopped. It he, all stopped. He made a couple other movies, but yeah, you, what is Kevin Pollock a leading man? No, but when when you got few good men on your resume, Jack Nicholson, fucking Tom Cruise, fucking usual suspects, because he picked on the weakling. That's why I hate him. <laughs> he was good in that too. Yeah, he was. God, he was good in that. <laughs> why do you like them so much? Because they stand on a wall and they say, nothing's going to happen to you tonight. Not on my watch. That movie. I could watch Few Good Men any fucking time. I think you'd feel the same way about uh, uh, The Usual, Usual Suspects. Suspects if you saw it. It, it. it is really a good... But you, you, it, the, the thing that makes it not great, like... Right. Is, is the, the surprise ending, if you've never seen it before. Is I, a, I know that part. Do walks away. So that rule right. you always like. Uh, what's what's the movie uh, with M Night Shyamalan? The first. Oh, the, this dude. Uh, dude. I see dead people. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that you know. Once you know the 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 twist to it, it's hard. It, it isn't as great to watch. And that's kind of the thing I think yeah. that hurts the few good men. I think that, M Night I mean, Shyamalan. I, that movie was his one piece of magic. Everything else has just been a what the fuck. Well, I think his crew, you know, they, they, they kind of pulled back from making his movies for a while and then he got a few out. But, you know, and I saw the, did you ever see the movie Old? No. I don't know if that's him, but it's his style of movie. Right. 
So I'm assuming it's him. It might not be. Right. Uh, but it, it's a very, you know, you, you, you can see it coming. Because <laughs> right. it's his style. Yeah. Once you know what the what right. the what the hook is, it's right. it's hard to to keep falling for the bait, you know? Right, right. Uh, Wolverine Weapon X. Yo, what up, Grandpop Aries and Grand Great Grandpop Andy? LOL. Question great, Aries. 10 years and I'm great grandpop. Jeez. Yeah, motherfucker, 10 years. If you did a crime that you got, that got you the death penalty, which do you choose? The electric chair, the gas chamber, or the lethal injection? Which are you choosing? Or to have one of those rappers spit a 16-bar verse to save your life? Who do you choose between? Well, one, one of these niggas will end it. Uh, Lil Pump, Kodak Black, 69, Lil Yachty, Trippy Red, or the Island Boys. Oof. Also, Andy... Uh, also, Andy, I attached a few Instagram chicks below to see who you would choose. Be good, fellas. Salute the best podcast in the game. Before we look at the pictures, uh, I forget the, I think the, the name of this movie is True Crime with Denzel Washington, uh, James Woods, and I, uh, not Denzel Washington, Isaiah Washington, uh, Clint Eastwood, and James Woods. I don't know if you saw this. Isaiah Washington plays a guy who's on death row falsely accused of murdering a white girl. And at the very last second, uh, Clint Eastwood uncovers the truth and gets him freed. Uh, so they, and this goes up to the wire, the execution. He's, he's being taken out by lethal injection. And of course, it's the first thing they put in you. Uh, to, the pump goes down. Pump goes down. It's to knock you out, I think. It's to paralyze you, I think. No, no, I think, no, no. They knock you out first. Then they paralyze you. And then they stop your heart. But they're not allowed to knock you out. They they calm you down. It's a sedative to calm you down. You can't be knocked out. You have to be alive. You have to be a, a present. Right. So then they do that. Then they paralyze you, right? Yeah. And then they stop your heart. Double the paralyzing stuff. Yeah, okay. And it, there's the phone with a light. And the governor gives the green light. Take them out. So there's this race against time for Clint Eastwood to hurry up and get to the governor's mansion to present him with the evidence to stop this execution. And obviously it happens because they, at the very end of the movie, they show the dude reunited with his family and Clint Eastwood is, you know, from afar smoking a cigarette. They give each other a head nod, like, thank you, blah, blah, blah. But as this dude is laying on that gurney, man, and watching that thing go down, I'm thinking, what is your mind state? What the fuck are you thinking at that exact moment. Something else I never understood. You know, they allow you your last meal. How can you eat? How are you hungry? Like when you know today's the day. Because I think you if you, you if make you peace know, with it. You, you have no choice if you know oh, that's the day. goodness, dude. Especially if you're guilty. I think if you're guilty, you can eat like a fucking madman. You think so? If you're guilty, what difference does it make? You're being taken out. You're guilty. All right. You caught me. You win. I'm out. I'm going to enjoy this. Whatever, whatever. That's a hell of a mindset. If you're innocent, though, I think it has to be, you know, I'm going to eat this fucking, I'm going to eat this shit, and this is my last, and I didn't even do nothing. That would be hard. I'm to just like, yo, food is meant to be enjoyed as well as get you full. How are you eating going, mm, this is, mm, I know. knowing your ass is out of here. I don't think you're like, mm, mm, this is the best meal. Well, this is the. That's why they're giving you what you yeah, want. But it's the because it's your last meal. It's not your best meal. It's your last meal. So your last meal, I guess you... Well, wouldn't you think your, the point is you want your last meal to be something you like? I'm going to guarantee you that's going to be the best meal you have that day. 
<laughs> That's your option. But uh, to what he said, what 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 do you say? Oh, to the rappers? No, no. What, 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 what? Oh, 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 oh. Who's saving your life? The rappers are saving your life? No, no. He's just simply saying, uh, one of these rappers, yeah, one of the rappers, you have to listen to them spit 16 bars to save your life. And that's why I said it don't matter. Them niggas will kill me having to listen to that shit. Well, that's what I'm saying. I have an answer to this, Who? though. No, I know. I, I, I'm going to take, uh, did he say Firing Squad? Was that in there? Yes. He, he said, uh, no, he didn't. He said electric chair, gas chamber, or lethal injection. Firing squad. I need a firing squad out of that. You want to feel them bullets hit you? You don't feel it. You're, you're out. They, they, they have marksmen. that They hit you in the heart. You're dead. The last thing I want to do, the last thing I want to do is, is be on that gurney, and then they strap you down. Now you're strapped down. You can't move. They're going to do that, and it, 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 you feel yourself being paralyzed. But besides that, have you ever been in a hospital? Have you ever been sick and you had to be in a hospital? Or had a like overnight? Yeah. No. Dude, the smell of a hospital, the antiseptic, the everything about it, it's not no. I, I don't want that. That's the yeah. last, that's the last one. Gas chamber, you suffer from the gas, you see it coming, it slowly kills you. The electric chair doesn't always work. They have to zap you up a few times. So give me the fucking bullet. But here's how I want it. I want my bars by the island boys. And then I want to just yell, please shoot me. And then it's over. <laughs> island boy. I'm just an island boy. Please shoot me. <laughs> That's what, what, I want. what if you threw hanging in there? Uh, I don't want to be hung either, man. That's gonna hurt, right? Uh, and you feel? I, I guess if if they hang you right, <laughs> the idea of it is the rope's long enough and the fall's long enough that it snaps, snaps your, your neck, neck and kills you immediately. But that doesn't always happen. Ugh. And if it doesn't happen, Oof. you're sitting there with your broken neck, choking to death, waiting to die. That's why I'm saying the bullet is the most. And from what I understand, here's how it's supposed to work. I don't know if this is how it really works, but this is what I'm told. Everybody gets a, a bullet, but you're not supposed to know who kills the per who's going to kill the person. So this is what I heard. I don't know if it's true, but this is how I heard it works. Not everybody has a real bullet. So when they're aiming, everybody's a marksman and they're aiming for the kill shot, but only one person has the kill shot. So no one knows who's taking the kill shot. You don't know that you're the killer because you don't want to be a killer. But one of the bullets is real. The other one isn't. And everybody shoots and they all walk away and thinking that they had the blank. Mm -hmm. So only one person's killing that person. And it's, and it's uh, they're, they're marksmen and, they, and it just, it, you're out. That's what I want. I would want to be, I would trust that over everything else. Mm. All right. So let me ask you this though. Would you rather have a last meal or a last fuck? I, I know I'm really thinking, I, you know, how you said, I don't know if I could eat. You know, I was thinking that. Like, I, I don't know if my dick could get hard. Yeah. I don't knowing know. I'm about to die. Damn. Do I have to talk to the person? No. I didn't have to talk to the person. Right. <laughs> I want a blowjob through the wall. <laughs> I want to, I want a peaky hole. I want to make sure it's a girl right. on the other side. They, should, <laughs> they should, they should, they should kill you while you getting your last fuck. Like if you strapped in the electric, in the, in the, in the, the lethal injection. She's blowing. But then if you get paralyzed, well, your dick ain't gonna work. It's gonna get flat. It's, it's gonna go soft. Unless it's paralyzed and the restriction just keeps it hard. It's just, right. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> We're thinking about this too much, but I don't think I could. I really don't think I could fuck. Could no. you, I don't think I could. Knowing you know, I just thought about that. As much as I, I would think that you that would be enjoyable, your mind would take you out of that. Well, the other thing is about eating though. This is just want to throw this out there. If you ate a meal and then, you right. know, I don't know how many, how long it is before they, 
they take you out. If you have a, a you know, shit on yourself. Yeah, you have a turd in your pocket. Yeah, you're gonna shit yourself. Hmm. Ooh. Okay. Let's look at some women. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm glad we were able to take this to this horrible. What do you think about her? Let me. Let me. I gotta see oh, it. All right. She's a pretty chocolate. She's she's very That's too pretty. Thick. I think sideways, I think it was too thick, but it has a good waist, good, good. Like, there's some balance there. There's some proportion. Okay. I might be able to work with that. I know you're going to say no to the next one. Yeah, that's a no. <laughs> oh, God. You like that? These titties are enormous. What is wrong with that, dude? Because the body looks like a sponge. It looks, look at her, look at her legs. It looks well, like a sponge. that means she's going to soak up everything I shoot out. Yeah. Well, so, so paper towel, soak it all up, too. Uh, I don't think so. It's too big. No. What? No. Them titties, man. That's too big. It's not only it's too big. Look at that face. Man, this is a lot of no's. <laughs> no. Yeah, there's something interesting about that, but I need to see another picture. You are cruel. You are fucking I have cruel. a specific... I'm very specific. Uh, like Patrice said, man, you, you also, man, dude, nigga. You dude. You a dude, man. Dude comb. Don't turn that down. You're acting, you're asking if it's a choice or if I'm in a, it, it's, it's, you're at home, you're late at night, you're out, you come back home and she's waiting for you. Are you going to tell her to go home? That's, a, that is a different question right there. Right. Okay. Uh, this one might be kind of dated, but uh, religion episode. Hey, guys, my name is Xavier Rodriguez. Love the podcast. Got into it about a few months ago. I saw the religion episode with the pastor and like other emails that you have gotten already. I feel like the pastor was holding, either holding back or intimidated and really did not explain things well. I thought of another person that you would maybe clear things up and explain things a lot better. His name is Frank Turek. Check him out. Peace, guys. Uh, keep it going. Dude, I really wish we could get T.D. Jakes. I would love to fucking talk to T.D. Jakes. You know who that is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the walrus looking. Nigga. Yeah, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of people that I think would have... You know, I almost would like a person of science who's found religion. A person of science? Science, because science and religion don't always connect. Mm-hmm. But I think a, a person of science who has religious faith would really put it in a, in a, in a better perspective that mo- more people could understand. Mm. Mm. Okay. Uh, I, again, I, I want somebody who we can bounce back and forth with and give me some solid back and forth. Because I, I, if you, I feel like if you, no, 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 what? <laughs> no, no. I just realized that in our video, if you're not watching this on video, our heads are very low in this when we lean back. And I just realized those things are on a string behind us. It almost looks like someone's fishing and that's coming out. And like, just turn your head a little bit the other way, the other way. Look like, hey, you're going for that bait right there. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I see it, yeah. Uh. <laughs> um, yeah, somebody, listen, I almost feel like if somebody could give me some sound answers to really, really challenge what I'm saying, I might have a turnaround, you know? But so far, nothing that I hear battles makes me go, okay, 
it doesn't give me a reason to change my mind. And I, and I hate saying that like I'm all the way atheist because I'm not. I, 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 that's the, there's a part of me that believes Tiny Tim, you know, I just, you know, I don't know. I need another talking to. I need to talk to somebody. But the spiritualness you have to find in yourself. God, you, you, God lives in you. He does. God sounds freaky. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Angel X Santana. Yes, I didn't prove read one of my emails. $10, a lot of money. Anyway, uh, tell whoever wrote in saying, is the doctor Stan? No, I am Stan stalking people in the shadows. But I was saying they're going to make another Friday the 13th movie or TV series. I wonder if you give a fuck. Even though I know a lot of people love movies like that, they just keep it on the low fronting. <clears throat> but I don't give a fuck. I'm always honest. That's why I rub people in the wrong way, not just choking them in the dark. Just so you know, guys, there's a lot of emojis, laugh emojis uh, sprinkled in this. Otherwise, uh, this sounds like somebody should be calling the police. Uh, <laughs> I love movies like that. That's how I know how to stalk. Just kidding. Maybe love your even Andy. Love, maybe. Love your even Andy. I know he don't like me. I don't give a fuck. P.S. All love to Spears and Steinberg. Who the, oh, oh, I know who that is. It's not that I dislike him. He's the one who always sends us some emails where he goes off on you or me and we're, and then he just, he, he Kanye's a little on us. Yeah. Um, yeah. These emails always feel like they're being written by somebody who's in the penitentiary. Uh, I'm sure he's a good dude. I, I'm sure deep down he's a good dude, but I, I I read his emails. I just don't respond to him because he's every once in a while he'll just get you know he gets in there calling us names and stuff. It, it, it's I don't understand. We were we were good two minutes ago. And then I, 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 listen, I think I think something's a little wrong with him. To be honest with you, I think you, you're giving him too much credit. Uh, but that could just be me. Uh, It's not like I blocked anybody. You what? It's not like I blocked them or anything. Oh, well, I thought you said it was like blacklisted. No. Oh. Uh, okay. Let's see. All right. Uh, Waifu Guru TV, my first open mic part two. What's up, Aries? <clears throat> I went down to my second open mic like a bright-eyed blonde boy on his first day of Catholic school. The audience was thick and lively. Then the show started. And at the first four acts out of 24 were lively. God damn, 24 acts. Right after that shit hit the fan, but the audience was stuck through it. <clears throat> Waiting for that one good act. That's the beauty of comedy. And two black guys went on before me. The first I saw him perform before he, uh, he literally started to call people's children retarded. With no context. <laughs> what are you laughing? Because <laughs> I've been in open mics and I've seen people... <laughs> try and think I'm going to get him with this retarded thing <laughs> <laughs> with no context or premise. Well, that doesn't help. I thought I was in the twilight zone. This dude was throwing like Tom Brady versus someone who didn't pay for him. or didn't pay him for permission to win a Super Bowl. Then the next one was just awful. Athel Boston accent. After a few more watch washes, I was performing in front of a handful of comedians and a few audience members I got no laughs, let's be real, but I recited my material clearly. <clears throat> Don't get me wrong, I got laughs, uh, but not the gut-wrenching people passed out on the floor. 
That's what I want. That's why I'm in the game, baby. But I believe this just opens up bigger chances for me. Wait until next week. I'm going to slay. I'll let you know how it goes. P.S. I've been catching up on the podcast. I know you just got Andy over there bringing the, uh, the, op- the opposing argument because ain't nobody that white when it comes down to some of the subject matter addressed. Uh, stay up, stay strong, token, because I be smoking. Uh, yeah, I hope it's going well for you, man. Uh, I don't understand what he said about me, though. No? No. Let me see if I can. Uh, P.S. I'm going to catch you on the podcast. I know you just got Andy over there bringing the opposing argument because ain't nobody that white when it comes down to some of the subject matters addressed. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm that I'm that white dude. Oh, I don't pull back anything. Yeah, I don't think that's going to change. Yeah, I, I, but I, it's whatever, however you want to, however you want to interpret it. Um, so when I'm when I'm agreeing with Aries, am I still white? Or well, he saying? said he. Well, he said I have you here for the, the opposing, opposing side, right? Yeah, I guess. All right. Uh, I'm not opposed to being on the opposing side. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you get diverse ideas. Read one more. Um, Terrence Lowe. Let me see. What you-, I, you know what? I don't even consider my like my ideas or stuff that white, because I know what white, the the white ideas that people are talking about, like. Wait, like the the supreme leader ideas, the supreme leader. I don't. <clears throat> there's nothing that I subscribe to that would put me there. But why? I I think at times you're you very knowledgeable, uh, and into shit that's black, and you know shit. Uh, but then other times, you know, the purity of your whiteness comes through on certain times. It, it feels like drastic, you know, you, 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 cause it, it sounds like, you, it sounds like this is really like, he's going somewhere. He's going to wait a minute. Yep. There okay. you go. Okay. There you go. All right. Uh, it's like, you should be like one of them little kids that the parents have on the leashes. And when you go too far, reel you back in. <laughs> Told me to cut you off, man, but we have to take a break. It's nothing personal. It's just business. The orange, the uh, Terrence Lowe. The origins of mac and cheese and America's food. What's up, Aries and GTA? Andy, long-time listener, first-time emailing. I'm listening to the email episode. You asked, why is mac and cheese a black food? A lot of the food we consume in America is heavily influenced by the African slaves. James Hemings, a, a chef slave of Thomas Jefferson, is responsible for mac and cheese. Tom, Thomas Jefferson took James to Paris with him where he was trained in the French style of cooking. James then became America's first French-trained chef. It is believed that Thomas Jefferson's wife's cookbook was actually the recipes of James Hemings. Fried chicken was originally a Scottish thing. No way. Huh. Oh, you want some want on your chicken? It's a little bit Freudian. I like it, it? All right. Uh, many of the Scottish people settled in the South and introduced it to the enslaved Africans. The fried chicken we have come we have come to love today is because of the enslaved Africans. Oh, okay, so they used the spices brought from West Africa to create what is fried chicken today. You guys need to check out High on the Hog, how African American cuisine transformed America on Netflix. The podcast is dope. You two are hilarious. You'll be hearing more from me, T Lo. I know you uh 
know stuff about food. Yeah. You, you knew that? Yeah. yeah. Fried chicken? Uh, yeah, I actually knew this because I might have seen the podcast he's talking about, but I knew that where it came from. But it's but it's a different kind of fried chicken. It's got to be. Well, like he's talking about the seasonings, the way it was done. Okay. It was different. Um, do, of course, it was influenced. Uh, but and, and and this is the this is the fun thing about uh, food. First of all, uh, when you study if, when when all these people right now we're talking a lot about culture. Uh, all over the world. But food is the consistent thing about culture because you can really see a lot about culture by the food. But what's interesting, and I'm going to use the word peasant food, uh, and we could say enslaved people food. We can say all this, but the the food that comes out of the poor community is usually what gets adapted and brought into a higher-end food. Like, first of all, Sonora Mexican food is not Mexico City's food. Mexico City's food is gourmet food complicated has french styles in it the stuff that we eat here tacos and all that stuff that we love right that's peasant food man and when you say peasant you mean for poor people poor people burritos stuff like all that stuff all the all man, refried beans good man Be, being poor tastes good poor people figure out how to work with what they have and that's what makes these culinary things happen uh slaves had to work with what they had. And they weren't, obviously they weren't given the best parts of the meat mm. and they turned, you know, what is it? What's uh turned uh, lemons to lemonade. When you figure right. out how to make something out of nothing. And that's the culinary tricks. That's what makes things uh, great. But uh, for the most part, poor people around the world figure out these things. And then rich, I don't want to say rich people because I'm not trying to blame rich people for everything, but people with influence and money that might not ever eat at a poor person's restaurant would go, oh, you know, the chefs will go, this is good. How do I make this higher end? How do I bring this to the to the uh, elite? Some of what's considered rich, elite, expensive grub is the shit that don't take, well, you either have to have a real particular taste for it or it's not very appealing, like like caviar. That's expensive. Well, and it's also you have it's fish eggs. Ugh. You have to learn to like caviar. Caviar, you don't you don't just come and go. Caviar is good. I like this. No, usually it's an acquired taste. You have to taste it a few times, and then you get it. And when you add it to certain things, and the salt and everything, but that popping sound when you eat it, man, <laughs> I have a hard time with that. You don't like that? I, I don't like that popping sound. But I've had caviar and a few things that actually made the dish taste better. But that popping sound, whew, I can't. Yeah, it's, you feel it in your mouth. Yeah, it's rough. You know, you hear that. Right. Yeah. No. I, I, and it's you know when you eat something in your head, it's you know a lot louder. So you hear that. Right. So I have ne yeah I've never done caviar. You never had like fish eggs on fish row on nah, sushi or anything. Nah, yo. Uh, that's where you take. You know, that's the easiest place. That's, fish row. The, the eggs come. That's where like birth. Right. Yeah. Like a fish giving birth. Well, you eat eggs, though, don't you? To crack an egg and have an egg? Yeah, but you scramble that motherfucker, put salt, cheese on it, ketchup. You know what it tastes like? It tastes very salty. So if you like salt on your food, it's a different texture, but it's salty. Is it slimy? No, not. The the small, the smaller the cat, the smaller the egg, the less slimy it is. But if it gets bigger, there's a little texture to it, just like in anything that's like Ugh. that. Uh, but you people, it's funny because you said that's like, so you don't have a lot of money for fish eggs, but you know, uh, I, I don't know if, if when you're poor, you, man, you, you figure it out because you, you, you know what it is too. If you're working with things that aren't great, 
you season them because you want to change the taste. And so that's really where this, where uh, poor people come in and really change food is because it's the seasonings that happen because you're working with not a, not a high quality product and you need to change the flavor. Is uh, escargot considered expensive? Yeah, because it's, you See, used to have to harvest. Have you ever had it though? No, I'm snails, nigga. I, I can't eat it now because it, I had one that was just too chewy and it Ooh. grossed me out. But I used to go to this restaurant and they had me try it and I'll try it. And uh, they did it with this garlic and this garlic butter and they seasoned it really well. And when you have it, it was delicious, but I can't, I can't eat them anymore. Uh, have you ever had uh, haggis? No. You know what that is? Yeah. Oh, goodness. I, I, I couldn't imagine eating that. Uh, all that kind of food that, that uh, you know, like with poor British people, poor, like the, 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 the people in, that ate that. That food is bad in the first place. The right. good food's bad. So right. the bad food. <laughs> Dude, I, I think you said this to me before. Um, when you think of cuisine and you go uh, Chinese, Italian, you know, Indian, Mexican, what is considered American cuisine? Because I would say hamburgers and hot dogs, but that's German, right? Well, no. Okay. Our hot dogs are different than German hot dogs. Our beer is German, different than German beer. And our hamburgers are, I think, are pretty American. That's a, that's a, so hamburgers. Yeah. Right. But hot dog, is that considered an American staple? Sausages were very, you know, German. I guess the idea of sausage was German, but it's a hot dog is made complete. An American hot dog is, is, it's a different, I, it's a different kind of item. It's gross, mm -hmm. but it's delicious. <laughs> What's in it? It's, it's just, be it's, it's the, it's all the stuff that you wouldn't eat. Really? Yeah. It's the stuff that you don't, they grind it up. Like chicken nuts or something. Whatever they're not going to use gets ground up and put in there. Oh my God. Pig stout. Snout? Really? Yeah. If you ever see it being cooked, it's just this. See, that's why you some of y'all niggas kill me with the, man, don't fuck with that pork. Half the time, y'all don't even know y'all eating pork. You know, I know, I heard in it, a lot of Italian cooking, sauces. It's pork, right? There's a lot of pork. Yeah, y'all niggas are hilarious, man. You, you fake woke niggas. No, but you're not, but you, pork isn't the best for you. Okay, but what I'm saying is to them brothers who be on that, man, don't fuck with that swine. You motherfuckers is eating all kind of pasta and fucking it's hot dogs. It's not always in it, but they like to use But they pork. don't know what's not in it. They like to blend meats in Italian food. Like meatballs are very much, they like to blend beef right. and, and pork together to make a, a meatball. Because it that the, the pork gets has takes on that spicier, takes on more flavor. Right. I, I I prefer just the beef meatball. Like I'm I'm not a I'm not a pork fan, but I'm telling you, say what you want. You can't beat bacon. Hey man, you really can't. A good bacon, right? Good luck. <laughs> there was a funny clip. Uh, Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless was talking about bacon, and you know, uh, Shannon Sharp's a Southern boy, so he was talking about how good bacon is. And uh, Skip Bayless is all in the fitness. He said, "Man, you can't eat bacon. That's fried fat." He goes, "Well, why would you put that in your body?" And then Shannon Sharp goes, "I eat everything on the hog except the squeal." <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so fucking funny, dude! I, I man, I'm not. I'll tell you, I, I I like sausage too. Like when I like when I went to uh, to Italy, man, what? sausage. 
and sausage. It, it's it's good, man. Listen, ain't nothing like a great Italian sausage sandwich. When that kind would, when they would do those Italian fairs, yeah, in New York and New Jersey, uh, in New York, yeah. and they shut the streets down and they cooked them on fucking. Italian sausage with the hoagie roll and the sausage and the peppers and the onions. Oh, my God. If you get an Italian beef and add an Italian sausage to the Italian beef, that is the, that's the sandwich. But you could just have the Italian beef. That's good, too. But I'm just like, I got to get the real fucking Italian beef. Scrape fucking sausages. I fucking talked to Artie about this the other day. You get the good fucking Italian beef with the meat. You put it together with the sausage and the peppers and the onions and a good gravy. It's fucking incredible. It's amazing. I'm not even a big pepperoni fan, but the place that's close by me that I get our pizzas from, right. we'll, we'll order a pepperoni every now and then because it's got little teeny pepperonis. They're only like, not even about an inch, the pepperoni. And they curl up when the heat hits The cups. And, and, and then it gets that really crisp edge. Yes. Dude, you can't... Come on. Man. <laughs> And to them hardcore Italians that don't like blacks, you know, they, especially when they know the brothers as Muslims, they purposely cook with the pork. It's strategic. You think that's what it is? No, it is because the Italian, I asked one of them Italian cooks, why do y'all put that in the food? They say, no niggas in here. That keeps the niggas out the restaurant. We got to go. Yeah, we do. All right, man, where we're going to be. We are going to be in, oh. here we go, uh, December 22nd, uh, Club Bea. Is it Bea? A club, yeah. It's whatever you say it is. Whatever, bro. It's going to be in Los Angeles, December 22nd. Aries there. It's comedy. It's music. It's 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 a it's a sensation for Dude, the senses. I started to laugh because when you were going when you started to say whatever, and you said something with a B, I just thought it would have been so funny if you'd have went whatever, black boy. <laughs> Those words came out of my mouth. I would punch my fucking self. Uh, oh. Let's see. Uh, then uh, December 29th to the thirty first. That the thirty first obviously is the uh, New Year's Eve show. We're going to be at Magoobies in Baltimore. Then, dun, 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 2023. Happy New Year. January 5th through the 8th, we're going to be at Helium, Buffalo, New York. January 12th through the 15th, we're going to be at Helium in St. Louis, Missouri. January 27th to the 28th, Toledo Funny Bone in Ohio. Yeah. February 24th to the 25th at the Improv in Denver, Colorado. And March 4th, and I'm sure we're going to get some other dates in here, March 3rd through the 4th, Cincinnati Funny Bone in Liberty Township, Pennsylvania, which is Cincinnati. So it's not it's next to Cincinnati. There you go. All right. This is Jinx TO3. Uh, he sent links instead of what he was told to do. A lot of them. Anyway, uh, I don't even know the name of the song he sent to. Steve, pick one. We out here, yo.
Thanks for listening to the Spears and Steinberg podcast. If you'd like to know who's responsible for this shit, well, it was hosted by Aries Spears and Andy Steinberg, produced by Steve Merrick and Anthony Holmes, executive producer Big Papa Robert Kelly, and Matt Kleinschmidt for the Laugh Button Podcast. For more information on where to find us on the internet, visit www.spearsbergpod.com. You don't like to do it face to face? No, I don't I don't like that way. I don't like to see the face. You mean it? Nope. <laughs> That's crazy. Look! You can get a doggy started, you can get Ling on your side. Those are your only choices. This is my house and I get to say. Got it?